0: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
1: Hey, soap fans and true believers. We're back, and don't forget your mask. We took a little hiatus while the world was burning. Literally and figuratively. But at least we're back now to chat about the world of daytime soaps, which are also burning figuratively and literally if you check the news. So, of course, we address the elephant in the room that is the stars that are literally counting their days, like veteran Christian Alfonso, whose on-screen daughter is also leaving, according to Soap Twitter. But we wish them well, and hopefully production starts back up in full swing here soon. The Bold and the Beautiful has a few episodes in the can with an air date of July 20th, but will they have to shut down again? YNR and GH both had to halt their return to work dates and delay a week, but it looks like it could be longer with the new stay-at-home order from Governor Newsom due to the rise of COVID-19 cases. We will try to keep you updated as news comes in. Crazy times we are living in, but not days crazy. So without further ado, here's Mark J. Freeman, formerly of Dishon Days, to do just that. This is believe in soap operas, and I have former dishing days. The man with the hair that has its own Twitter page, <laughs> Mark J. Freeman.
0: <laughs> well, hello there. Living for the hair is my hair Twitter, <laughs> which I never check. But feel free, feel free. One day when I'm getting frisky and my hair looks fantastic, I'll tweet out a great image. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: That's so funny, because, like i had totally forgotten about it until I started like introducing you, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a funny little tidbit I should add that your hair <laughs> has its own Twitter page
0: it, it did that that came from days and days, oh. everyone felt like it needed its own, so we we did it so um yeah, it's there i you know, I think I have three followers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's something. you know, Jesus only had that's twelve right. initially.
0: That's true, that's true. Good Good point, good
1: point. Yeah, it's like every time I see a Jesus Twitter account and they have more followers, it's like, this isn't real. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, like, I'm trying to be a little bit more uh, myself, so I apologize for the terrible jokes, but that, that is who I am. And who I am is someone who just... For the life of me, I'm really trying to get into Days of Our Lives because, again, it's the only one currently airing new episodes. But right. I thought, who better than to get me than someone who used to dish days <laughs> and dish days That's sometimes. Right. So.
0: That's right. Yeah. No, it's, And I've been watching since... Um, well, I, it, I, I've been off and on since I was probably... I mean, 12, 13 years old, I would guess. I started watching, religiously, uh, Santa Barbara. Oh, yeah. Uh, Santa Barbara was, when it started uh, in the 80s, was just like, and if you've never seen Santa Barbara, go back and watch old episodes and you'll see why it's amazing. Yeah, I've watched um, clips
1: on YouTube for, like, Nancy Lee Gron and, oh, God, who uh, else was, it was a good cast, yeah.
0: So good, like, Star-studded, just great storytelling. It was just, they won Emmys left and right. It was—it was no one could beat them. They were that good. Um, but I, because it was on NBC, I kind of got involved with the other NBC soap operas because that's what you did. We didn't have DVRs to record and only watch what we wanted to watch. You watched things leading up to your show. Um, my sister watched Days. Um, I had been watching Another World. And then Santa Barbara came on, so I would we would just kind of watch all of those uh, together. So Days kind of became my soap out of default uh, because Another World, you know, ended and Santa Barbara ended. So and you know it was the only thing on NBC that I could watch. So uh, that I kind of got forced into it. Um, but yeah, that's how I
1: w- you know, came and, with General Hospital is I watched all the uh-huh. ABC soaps at the time that were like all my children, mm-hmm. one life to live and then General Hospital and you just kind of watch all yeah. of them. And my family had sort of watched all of them here or there th- my whole life as well. And but yeah, when uh-huh. it's the last one standing, General Hospital is it like and just saying yeah. for you with days. I mean, once they cancel all mm-hmm. that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was great. I mean, it was, it, 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 I got more into it, um, you know, certain characters, you know, you get invested in certain ones, so when their storylines are big, you watch more, or when they come back to the show, you tune in again, you know, even though you leave and stuff like that. Um, it's, you know, and it was, it was a, doing Dish Days was so much fun. We had such a, doing it and, you know, got to, you know, so many of the people that I never in a million years would have thought I would be. Friends with even you know where I you know we text and talk and hang out from the show. You just like wow you know that's kind of cool that you know I went from running from the school bus home to watch these people and now I'm you know having lunch with them sometimes. It's it's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it, it's so funny. Like people always ask me like, who's the coolest person you've ever interviewed or a big celebrity you've ever met? And, like, I'm, like, I could say, like, my favorite people that I've met, but you're not gonna know who they are unless you watch General <laughs> Hospital or, like, Days of Our Lives or something like that. And they just yep, don't get yep. it. Like... When you grow up with that, these people were in your homes every day. They were sort of a constant. Like most of us watched them as we went on to college and moved out. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was three thousand miles away from my family, except for the ones in Port Charles. Like, yeah, and and it is different. Like, because as I say, I I, what I really enjoy about watching Days is seeing people like Brandon Barash and Greg Vaughn and Wally Kurth, Mm -hmm. who's still on General Hospital. He's doing both shows. And and it's nice because, like, you don't get to see them elsewhere. I mean, you have Greg Vaughn and Brandon have done primetime, and it's nice to see them pop up. But for the most part, yeah. most of daytime actors, like, that's where you get to see them, and they've been there for yeah. years. And, and you certainly see them more than Ben Affleck, unless you read the tabloids or TMZ. <laughs>
0: yeah, totally. No, it's true. So true.
1: Yeah, and, and it's just crazy because I know, I know you, one of your favorites is Mr. Billy Flynn. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, Billy, Billy, Billy!
1: <laughs> Who's was delightful? I, he yeah, is,
0: he is a delight as a as an actor and as a human being. Um, it was funny. I found my audition video for AfterBuzz,
2: <laughs> and
0: um, it, in that video. I go on and on about Billy because he had (laughs) just kind of joined the show. He had replaced um, another actor in the role of Chad Samira. And um, I I will never forget, I remember seeing the first pictures of him, like the new Chad Smira, And I was just like, oh my God, he's gorgeous. And um, then it turns out he's also a brilliant actor. And, turns out, he's also a kind and, and amazing human being. So, it just was the full package. And I just felt more and more and more in love with Chad and Billy. And, um, yeah, and we've become friends. And um, it's it just, you know, you like you said, you know, it's like every day you get to turn it on and you see them. And it's just something familiar. You know, especially, I think, people, those of us who, like you said, you know, you move away it's something you can turn on and feel kind of at home with these people, you know? So uh, that's always been a good thing with, um, with days um, and how, you know, you're just, you just develop the the bond. And I think, you know, like you were saying, trying to get in with a new soap opera, I think it's just, it's a matter of time. You know, you kind of have to commit to it. You have to commit to trying because so much, I think of like the moments that, affect me the most with days are when like for example now louise sorrell who plays vivian Alamein, she's just returned from santa barbara yeah <laughs> she, well she was <laughs> yep. she was also on santa barbara yeah. she played angelica uh and wait angelica right um oh my gosh
1: uh, um, augusta Lachry. i think yeah.
0: Augusta yeah i was like yeah, something. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was May. Um, I had to get the last name. I knew when I got the last name, I'd get the first name. Um, but she's like just been somebody who's been around for decades. Again, a brilliant actor. Um, and her character is just so like multi-dimensional. It's amazing. But I think you kind of have to develop, like you were saying. You know, you you know with General Hospital because you've been watching it for so long, you just start to relate. I mean, imagine if Friends was running as long as of these soap operas have been yeah. running. You know what I mean? Like, you just develop, a, you know, even in seven seasons of watching something, you develop a, a love for them. So imagine it for 50 years, and some of the days of our life, I mean, both well, Days is in their 53rd or 54th season now.
2: Yeah. I like,
0: know there are fans of our show, Dish and Days, who have been watching from the beginning of oh yeah. episode one. Like, if Santa Barbara was still on now, like, could you imagine my life? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's crazy to think that these shows have been on before we were born, before we were even thought of, before, you know, even some of our parents were born. Like, you know, with Guiding Light, it was like that, where it would even started on the radio and it was on until like Mm -hmm. uh, the early 2000s. And you're like, wow, like and and these soaps, luckily do have the potential to keep going and potentially, you know, for a long time, Mm -hmm. depending on the way of the entertainment industry, which is crazy up in the air right now because that's another thing is speaking of days of our lives there's been some big news this week that you kind of can't avoid yep. when you're having that conversation it's like speaking of being on a show for longer than i've been alive you have uh christian Al- Alfonso is leaving after 37 years yeah that's crazy insane.
0: insane yeah she's been there a long time um you know she's a hortons So, you know, it's the Hortons and the Bradys are the two main families on Days of Our Lives. And she's a descendant of the Hortons and Mary a Brady. So, um, you know, it was one of the first coming together of the Brady-Horton, you know, big story. Well, not one of the first. There were others before that. But one of my first pairings of Hortons and Brady's, that was kind of when I started watching was, when he rides up on his motorcycle bow and grabs her from marrying somebody else and drives away with her, you know. When they used to spend have a huge budget for weddings on, on day yeah. five. Um, but um yeah, thirty seven years, thirty seven years on the show it's just it's
1: amazing yeah and to me like that's awesome i mean and it's of course her choice to leave as they say because eventually Mm -hmm. like 37 years at a job is a long time like and two especially for actors i mean susan lucci was on all my children from the beginning until the end and you know she's done other things and had other offers but because she was Mm -hmm. you know a wife and a mother she liked the stability of daytime but as a rule most actors don't because you know being an actor you know we're all over the place we're you know I want to do this for a little bit and that I mean that's kind of the reason we gravitate towards that that's why you have a lot of more I hate to use the word normal but there's a lot of more regular maybe folks like on soaps that (laughs) like that stability job and I think Christian Alfonso is a lot like that but even then they like to retire they like I think she's gonna write a book so you know good for her but yeah it does show that 37 career year in daytime is something and and you have a lot of people like that that have been on even longer. I mean, Deidre Hall's still on there. I mean...
0: hmm Yeah. Um, well, uh, uh, Susan C. hayes who plays Julie, uh, which is okay for your some day's history for you. So Julie Williams is married to Hope, Chris Alfonso's character. She's married to Hope's father. Yeah. She's actually the... not Not Hope's real mother... Uh, Hope's real mother has passed away. But Julie was Hope's oh gosh, how do I I'm trying to remember now. Hope's mother's daughter from another marriage. Well. Wow. So yeah yeah it's weird
1: yeah it's a it, weird soaps are so <laughs> incestuous like you know yeah. <laughs> like almost in a yeah. way with themselves like with the actors going from each one too but yeah it's like yeah. uh well it's like jane elliott played wally curse lover on days but then she was his mother on general hospital for years <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, crazy yeah because he jumps from from soap opera to soap opera he's on both
1: yeah, 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 he's still April doing both really- uh, right <laughs> now, but yeah, because I know, and Justin is a Caracas, which I'm kind of learning, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that family a little bit, because Victor Caracas, speaking of Friends earlier, is Jennifer Aniston's dad, John Aniston, yes, and John he's Aniston, been on amazing. for years. Like, yeah, I really like yeah. him, and, and you see where she gets it, because, you know, and, and totally. it's fun that Friends was able to make Joey, the actor on the show, work with Days of Our Lives and bring people in from yeah. days here or there. And have that connection. That's always something fun. I I like on there is and to non there with Gh. I mean mm-hmm. days. I get my soaps mixed up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's easy to do. just because yeah. you watch so many of them. Yeah, no. He's the curiocuses have been around. Victor's Victor's a, a, another Salem staple. Uh, he's been around for a long, long time. Um, Xander Cook or now Curiocus is a, a nephew of his. He's there and he's another Paul Telfer. I like he's him. A, another, uh, he's great. Yeah. I will never forget when he came on because um, another ma- major character that I love, love, love is Nicole Walker which is uh, played by Ari Zucker.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I remember when Xander came on I loved it because Xander was vying for Nicole along with Um, oh my God, uh, now I'm going to forget his name, Uh, uh, Vincent Irizarry's character.
1: Oh, yeah, Demas.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah, uh, and he was a Kiriakis as well. And it was just, I was so glad that they finally had two male characters who were fighting over Nicole because she's so beautiful and so striking. And like everybody in Salem knows her and knows that she's kind of a villain. So everybody's always like kind of, stays away from her so it was so nice to have the these two men fighting for this beautiful woman and I was like finally and I don't know there was something about Xander that really just stood out to me um as an actor um I just loved the character and fortunately they they kept he would leave and then come back and leave and come back and now he's kind of kind of there uh which I'm so glad that they've invested in him because I think uh, Paul Telfer is a great actor and he's doing a wonderful job.
1: Yeah, he's one of those that really sticks out yeah. because he's a great actor, and you're like, okay, yeah. like I like this guy right away. But that's also kind of the character I always like—the uh, dark horse. Whether it was like your mm-hmm. your Nicholas Cassadine, and then uh, you know on GH when I was younger or they've now got Valentine and uh, Franco, too, this sort of dark horse, but Franco was pit- he used to play Todd Manning, on, uh, Roger Howarth, the actor, on, on One Life to Live, who's the original dark horse that you just love. Or right. The original from the 90s. <laughs> from my watch. Yeah, right,
2: right. Yeah.
1: And yeah. Vincent Irizarry was one of the best dark horse characters on All My Children, David Hayward.
0: Absolutely.
1: I hear your little baby in the yeah. background. <laughs>
0: I know. My, I, my neighbors are just
1: started barking and I was like oh when is are gonna start barking now oh silly I know I have pets too and they just make noise (laughs) sometimes (laughs) when you're like they're like hey you're not paying attention to me you're on the phone you're doing something like he's
0: usually fine unless the neighbor's dog starts barking or somebody comes to the door or is, like making noise right outside and, and he gets he gets loud but as soon as
1: it's yeah lucky for, uh, <laughs> uh uh lucky for us loki the big husky here he only barks at us to tell us something um he doesn't Uh-oh, really oh, <laughs> like, just randomly bark because it'd be loud <laughs> it's like hey hey you walk me <laughs> right, <laughs> or, or right, nothing exactly. But, uh, we're, we're all distracted by our cute little pets, but, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so I think we brought up weddings on days and how weddings yeah. on soaps in general have just changed so much. And, and with days, oh, I always keep in mind the fact that it is probably the smallest budget and they have a lot of constraints because you can just kind of tell. And, and I try not yeah. to hold that against. I'm like, you know, you're watching for yeah. the acting and for the writing, hopefully, and I do really like Ron, so like I, I like what he try. Like he he's a big bold choice guy, but you know usually he swings for the fences and makes it. And it was nice to uh, I and I didn't realize this. Uh, shame on Days for waiting too long, but this was the first African American wedding on Days recently with Eli and Lonnie. And, yeah, like, I can't believe they never had one before. Because I noticed, I mean, you have Abe, who's been there forever, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Abe's been there forever. Um, and, you know, it, well, and Lexi, who was Abe's uh, wife, who was killed off, was uh, found out later to be a DiMera. Oh, yeah. Uh, except for Demera's, uh daughter. So, yeah, they, we ne- those were never, none of none were ever aired, you know?
1: Well, they forgot about about all the black quarter mains, too, on General Hospital, so. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it was a big, momentous occasion, and, you know, and Lonnie and Eli have become, you know, really, you know, strong characters on the show, which has been absolutely amazing and wonderful. Just, you know, Eli was another one that, when he came on, Lonnie took me a little while to kind of get used to, but she's come so far has just worked so hard to really develop the character um, that now I just can't even imagine them not on the show. Um, and Eli, from the moment he came on, I was just like, I, he was another one of those people that I could sense. I was like, okay, this is going to be good. He's going to be a nice addition to the family, you know?
1: Yeah, because he's got and a very man, like, quiet I, I presence get... that it is like, you know, good. Kind of like when Shamar Moore stepped on to r There's just yeah. something about him.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say you could probably name people from your soaps too. Where you like uh, the other one, Jen Lilly. But as soon as I saw Jen Lilly on screen on Days of Our Lives, I was like, "This is gold. She's good. She knows what she's doing. She—you can tell she was talented. carry the story. Like you just know when they step on stage. Like when, come on, especially you know, like we were saying, you develop this love of this show." And these characters. So when somebody comes in that you know, in some way is toxic in your mind, you know, you don't want them to stay. You want them to go. You don't want them to get involved with your the people that you love and, and break people up. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I can think of a few when, characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But it's just, it's 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 kind of a fun a fun uh, thing to, to 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 witness when you're when these people come on and you're just like, wow. This is good. This is going to be good. You just know it from the beginning. Kudos to Days and, and kudos to uh, South Sowers and Lamone Archie who played. Ronnie
1: and Eli. Yeah I really liked their outfits I will say. Those were interesting yeah. choices but it, like they're kind mm-hmm. of like they're both cops like they're they're a little bit stronger people so you didn't expect them to have like frilly or just like too right. much so I really like. I thought it was an interesting choice and it was a little sad that it was so small but I, I do understand even before the quarantine days Jay, uh, actually sort of had you know protocol like that anyway not for the virus mm-hmm. just the budget and it's right. like yeah right. so it's like okay well at least that they'll sort of have the same constraints but um a little mm-hmm. bit more cleaning in the process but they did have that's where vivian returned your l- lady I mm-hmm.
0: say, okay, like any a typical salem wedding is does it really happen without some sort of interruption this one had i think three interruptions uh one was uh, Lonnie's mother having a uh, insulin needing some sugar for her mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to, she she got faint uh, Gabby interrupted uh, and then do, all the doors were locked <laughs> in the restaurant and then you hear glass break and Vivian Alamein comes in so there were uh, definitely um, it, it had its interruptions it took you know a day or two to complete the wedding. <laughs> But it's typical days.
1: Believe in Soap Oppers is sponsored by Simply Safe. Simply Safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24 7. Order online, just open the box, place the sensors, and plug it in. Now your home is protected around the clock. It's that simple. Simply Safe. That's S I M P L I Safe. Head to simplysafe.com slash team and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash team.
0: You know, you're not going to watch days for, you know, two corporations battling it out for advertising rights for a new company. On Days of Our Lives, it's going to be Possessed by the Devil, it's
2: going
0: to be <laughs> Very over-the-top, extraordinary circumstances. Things that Sometimes you watch and go, am I really watching this? Are they really doing this? People overtake other people's bodies. Uh, fake faces are put on people and they're pretending to be people that they're not. So you're not going to watch days for reality. Um, I always say people who like reality television probably would like days because it's so <laughs> yeah. kind of over-the-top and ridiculous that I'm like, it's kind of like Mm -hmm. the reality television of the past because you just it was just so ridiculous and so like you're just like what not even this, this is possible
1: yeah i love uh jake is what he was called but now spoiler alert he is stefan who didn't know that stefan. was like rolf yeah. what is uh what is that a muppet like and rolf apparently brings yeah. everyone back to life and that's sort of the thing is are no they... one on days is ever really dead are they like because right. oh we no. have this serum and i like that they have what i refer to as legends logic because just like on the Legends of Tomorrow, another silly over-the-top show. It's like, mm-hmm. we just need one little line to explain this. And so all these characters yeah. just go around explaining the Rolf stuff. Or like, oh, yeah, well, then they could just do this. They did this, this, and this. It's like, thank you. I'm a new viewer. I don't know all these things like I would on General right. Hospital. Like,
0: mm-hmm. I think if there's one advice I'm, I give to somebody who is going to start watching Days of Our Lives, the one name you need to know is Dr. Rolf. <laughs> because Dr. Raul is the, I mean, he really could come in handy during this coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He probably could come up with the cure because he, he can basically do anything you need done. He can make you think you're somebody else. He can make you look like somebody else. He can bring you back from the dead. So um, just know that if something bizarre is happening on, day, on days of our lives, Dr. Walsh has had his hand in it in some way. Or if somebody leaves the show and you want them brought back, you just give Dr. Walsh a call and we've got it all figured out. Yeah, because he's
1: brought (laughs) back more people than David Hayward and Helena Cassadine combined.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was even, uh, not too far long ago, maybe a year or two ago, uh, there was this big explosion in this warehouse And one of the characters was walking down the hallway and all the doors had initials on them. And they were all all Somebody figured out that they were all initials of people from days of our lives who had been killed recently. So almost setting it up for characters to return. You know, know that there's no plans of them returning, but almost just kind of planting the seed, like, okay, let's, Put their initials on this door and then it's in this door so that when we do want to bring them back, and go, hey, remember that flashback? We can throw that flashback of them walking down that hallway and there's the initials, their initials on the door. So um, that's, that's just how days roll. Um, I did see a funny meme for uh, the coronavirus uh, that I think I shared on my Instagram, but it was a picture of Stefano De Mera, who's um, Rolf, Dr. Rolf's boss, we'll say that um who has been the one kind of you know killing and attacking and capturing people for decades on Days of Our Lives but there was a picture of Stefano De Mira and it said the caption said the real culprit of the 2020 <laughs> yeah I saw like that. that yeah and I was like oh it's- does. Only a Danes fan would be like, yep, totally. This is totally
1: Stefano DiMera doing. Yeah, like, I-, I believe every soap at some point has had some sort of deadly virus outbreak or their characters yeah. like Stefano or Helena Cassidine or people like that mm-hmm. that, you know, have caused the whole town, uh, whether it be Salem or Port Charles or whatever, to have a virus. So it's like, why didn't we ask yeah. soap writers what to do? They might have had some insight. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and usually it is ask the richest person in town to hurry up on um, a vaccine, so I guess that would be Bill mm-hmm. Gates, and, you know, in soap time, yeah. it goes by a little uh, faster, I guess, even though it may not always seem like it, because some stories just drag on and on and on. <laughs> huh
0: absolutely absolutely but yeah
1: so like you hadn't been caught up on days uh but you are watching a little bit now that your girl vivian is back so so what do you think like did you like the time jump because that's a pretty bold move and i i really respect it because as i say i like ron but as a longtime viewer that's got to be jarring um
0: you know what it was so funny because i thought I wonder what this is going to be like. You know, you always wonder, you hear about it, you get all the Soap Opera Digest news, they're going to do this, it's never been done before, and da 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 and I will give days credit. They, they have done a lot of things that were kind of out there that when all was said and done, it was good, you know? Um,
1: yeah, being I possessed actually, by the it, devil. It, like... was
0: nice. <laughs> it was nice because, you know, you had just actually said this, you know, when you're watching soap operas, you know, things don't happen very quickly. So if you like fast-paced, like, primetime soap operas, where, you know, they ha- where everything's done and over with, you know, in Within seconds. an
1: episode, yeah.
0: Time is the complete opposite, where it takes forever. So it was kind of nice to have this moment where you didn't have to wait for stuff to end and new stories to start. It, you just turn on your TV the next day, and you're like... And it was just cool, because you spent, like, a couple weeks with things... You're going, wait a minute, they're married now? How did that happen, you know, in a year's time? Oh, my gosh, they're gone? How did that happen in a year's time? And then so it takes a while for all those things to unfold. So it was cool. It was actually, I really, when all was said and done, I really did enjoy it. I thought they did it in in a really cool way, too, with Jennifer, it being Jennifer and Jack, you know, where the time jump happened in her room after she had fallen. So she was in a coma for a year. So that that was
1: kind of what led to the, the time jump. Yeah, like, and, and to me, like I say, that's a bold move. I don't think any other soap yeah. had done it besides nighttime soaps like Dallas and Desperate Housewives. Like, big things like that, whether a dream sequence or just like that time jump. And doing it just a year to me was just right with the show like desperate housewives that's much more fast-paced the five years was pretty good but with days it's like yeah a lot of stuff happens on soaps uh in a year so that gave you all this time and and i do feel was the time jump when ron first started or had he been there for a little bit
0: he had been there
1: yeah that's what i was thinking i was like But
0: but i but I will say this, too, and I remember I was at a doing Dish and days when Ron took over the writing, uh, which was a couple of years ago. Um, and I remember instantly, instantly, the writing got so much better. I have to give him kudos because he really does pay attention to detail. He pays homage to half characters. He talks about... So that's my thing. That was the thing that always frustrated me: is people would have conversations, and even though a character's not on the show anymore, I always felt like we should be at least discussing them. They should at least their name should at least be brought up in some of these conversations. And he does that, so I respect that that he pays attention to detail. So um, I, I really like what he's done. I, I think he might be one of my favorite, if not my favorite writer the Days of Our Lives have had in my tenure with the show.
1: Yeah, because I will say, like, nobody's perfect, especially people that have to write that much. So there's always going to be things you don't like. But yeah, just like you say, when Ron, in you know, was there to basically end One Life to Live, he was there a few years and had to write the ending. And when he went over to General Hospital right after that, which apparently he revealed earlier this year that he was there to end it sort of how he did with One Life to Live, with a nice send-off, but the ratings went up. And, you know, it was good to see that because he does acknowledge history. He comes from a fan perspective more than any of the other writers I've actually seen, you know. And this is no disrespect because people have their different ways. And there were, you know, people, of course, in the 80s, the heyday that, you know, were better. But I just mean sort of like the now Ron yeah. acknowledges his history. He comes from a fan perspective. And I do feel mm-hmm. like he cares. He he wants to yeah. try new things like the time jump. He, he will make big, bold choices. But I know when he ended One Life to Live, it's like I felt satisfied. As frustrating as it was that oh, okay. it was canceled because it was the best of the three. It was the highest rated. It had the best actors. I mean, Renee Goldsberry and Jonathan Groff. For your Hamilton people, come on. They were on One Life to Live, like, and I will never, ever forgive ABC for what they did to Renee, but that's another tale uh, (laughs) for another time. (laughs) But yeah, like, you know, but I will say, like, he at least was respectful of the history there. And, And that's really what we need with our soap writers now. And it yeah, can be frustrating yeah. when we have some that don't seem to care. I mean, what you saw with a yeah. Y and r like when they kind of messed with the formula, it didn't go over well. And so they fixed it. They brought back in yeah. people who, you know, kind of knew how it was. Because yeah, not every experiment like a time jump is going to work. But like days, yeah. I-, I can say, has its own formula. And I'm assuming it- yeah. it's always been like this, right? Where they really yeah. stretch out a lot of exposition yeah. and things like that but it's um, those big moments yeah. that are like boom <laughs>
0: yeah absolutely it's always been that way that's you know well it was funny because even the, you know when i was catching up to do this and watching the wedding you know i jumped probably a month or two of not having watched and within two episodes i pretty much knew <laughs> what was going on because of the exposition when you watch it every day you get tired of the exposition and that's why i fast forward a lot uh not necessarily for dislike of the show but it's just like this is stuff i know i don't need to hear this anymore you know and you can kind of tell when the scenes are starting to be like very repetitive and then i just kind of go fast forward through that let's just get to the nitty-gritty of it all you know um yeah yeah no they they're notorious for that
1: yeah, it's not necessarily as binge-worthy, or binge-worthy as some other soaps or just certain right. storylines, too. And Because right. I will say, it, I really wish they'd played the whole thing. When General Hospital's been playing flashbacks, they did one episode yeah. from the big Metro Court hostage crisis where we first meet Jerry Jax as played by Sebastian Roche. And that during uh-huh. when it first aired, it was like... Every episode started with like the same opening for like a week and then it would go to the current thing. And it was really cool how they did it. And it was such a big story because there were a lot of people, you know, in peril. We had a big death and it would have been so great to see all of that because like that's just (laughs) the way that storytelling is. And that's one thing General Hospital is good at is sort of having big moments that are like a week, little mini arcs. With days, like I say, they just have a different formula and and it is hard to get used to when you're used to the other.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I would agree with that 100%. Because I have tuned in for other soap operas for different things and, you know, I watched Young and the Rockets for a little bit because I lived with somebody who watched it, so I was like, okay, I'll get into it. (laughs) And I watched it for a good year or so, and I felt kind of invested in it, but it was just so different from days. It was just so much more, you know, (laughs) real story, like real life storytelling. you know, not obscure over the top blah, 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 and I think I just started getting used to that obscure over the top that I was just kind of bored with with Y&R although there were people that I really liked and characters I liked and stories that I liked with others and stuff but um, yeah it's different it's very different.
1: Oh yeah, because I will say going from Days to Y&R has got to be the biggest 180. General Hospital is <laughs> basically in between them because like Days yeah. is like we're insane, we do this. Y&R is very grounded, like you say. And the weirdest yeah. they ever really go is like okay, you might have like a look-alike, like but they explain yeah. it very easily. They got plastic surgery or they just happen to look like this person. Nothing really yeah. outworldly. But General Hospital. Right you know especially even when ron was there uh you know their spinoff port charles had actual vampires and the guy who played one of the yeah. main ones is now on there in like his technical fifth role on general hospital so like it's not out of the realm and they acknowledge that existence but they kind of make it like the one the main character lucy that was on there is just crazy because she's currently on there now and, and it started on there it's like no she just kind of thought there were vampires so they try to <laughs> <laughs> explain it away but it they yeah. did have a space alien and you know a weather machine to destroy the world like they've had a few like out of this world moments but they d- in then psychics and visions and things like that but they more now just have the you know you pay a psychic like you do on hollywood boulevard not crazy acid flashback psychic after ron left yeah. they, they quit doing that but yeah they've had their moments but for the most part it's fairly grounded as well they but yeah days
0: they don't care yeah. well and uh days too that i mentioned it earlier when marlena dr marlena evans uh deedra hall deedra hall's character uh when she was possessed by the devil um that storyline did so well that that's actually why passions was created yeah Opera passions because it did so well they thought wow well maybe we should create a soap opera that is deals with the supernatural and has this all the time because they didn't want to keep doing it on days. So they wanted to create a space for it. So that's kind of how passions got crazy Cause there was Timmy the doll that would come to life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's and funny because a
0: whole other podcast, yeah.
1: <laughs> with Port Charles, was like two years before Passions, so I won't say who did it mm-hmm. first, but we can do the math. But it, oh, it, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, um, okay. but yeah, oh,
2: uh,
1: it was funny. I, I love Passions. Is one of those things that it got a lot of like play in like the pop culture zeitgeist because kind of like port charles it was quick and you missed it and a lot of people for whatever reason tuned into that because and and, because it was odd because port charles Uh didn't start out that way it just sort of morphed into that way but there Mm -hmm. was precedent for this because dark shadows like which my dad had all the tapes when i was a kid so i was able to watch that and there was dark shadows before that and so it was nice to see like Like when we had a big more, you know, horror, supernatural boom at that time when you had Buffy and like, you know, the Scream movies were really big in the theaters. So it was an of the time thing with Passions and Port Charles. So yeah, I do love to sometimes throw shade on Passions just because I felt like it got more attention than Port Charles. But it it Uh was, it was funny because like when you hear about, I mean, Spike and Giles watched it together on Buffy. Like it, it was a very of the time thing.
0: Yeah. Totally. No, totally. That, I, I didn't know much about first so that's interesting information because I never knew
1: that. I know. They like to treat it, like, as much as ABC loves to bury their soaps, like, uh, that's one they don't like to bring up either. And I'm like, really? It was fun, okay? And it premiered in primetime. I remember the premiere in primetime.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, so, and I think they were very invested in it, and it did fairly well in the beginning, but, like, uh, that was at the time where the daytimes were like, uh, slashing budgets, and, and like we say, the supernatural zeitgeist, I mean, we're kind of back around to that, and it wouldn't surprise me with the new Peacock app if Passions doesn't wind up on there, because that's the- Most I've seen, you know, talked about that could actually be a reality when it comes to soaps coming back is putting them on streaming services. And so who knows, Uh, maybe Santa Barbara too.
0: uh, Don't even joke with me about it. I would never get anything done Uh because I would be... Reconsumed the Santa Barbara again.
1: Yeah, because like, and what we found with binging and with these new apps and the ability just to watch whatever you want when you want, and now all the time That's to it. do that apparently. Because I've been, my right. mom and I are watching Supernatural from the beginning. Speaking of supernatural soap mm. operas, this one just happened to be on the That's CW. <laughs> but
0: was on. Yep, Day Day. Was on days. Of Our
1: Lives. He was yeah. Eric Brady. <laughs>
0: Yeah. The funny no thing article. is, him and
1: Greg Vaughn are both from Dallas. I think so.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I will say this because uh, Jensen Ackles was another one that came on that I was like, "Who is this?" He's like, I knew he was going to go somewhere. He was just one of those people that you could tell had it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. He just does. And I think
0: like, that's why it was so hard to recast that role. Because he was so good and so iconic in that role that it wasn't until Greg Vaughn came along that we were all like, oh, who's this guy? Another person with their own charisma, their own charm that brought to this this
1: character so kudos to greg vaughn yeah greg vaughn is one of those that you know he replaced at the time jacob young playing lucky so he didn't have to follow jonathan jackson like poor jacob young mm-hmm. i mean and jonathan jackson is mm-hmm. lucky spencer on general hospital is still one of the greatest daytime performances but you know and right. jacob young's interpretation and a lot of it was the writing not the uh, not what we all thought and i think that's why they brought someone like greg vaughn in because he was sort of the in-between, the more grown-up, a little bit more jaded Lucky yeah. with the still the charm of Jonathan. So he's known for actually g- doing well as a recast for an iconic role. And, right. and you know, Jonathan eventually came back and, and Greg went over here. But I think that's the thing is he already sort of had that thick skin of knowing not everybody's going to like it. But I do feel right. like most people would agree he's definitely right. like... If we can't have Jonathan, because he's in Nashville now, everybody would love to see Greg come back if he ever left as Eric. Yeah. Because he's just yeah. that good. I mean, and just, yeah, to replace Jonathan and Jensen, I mean, you got to be that great, like, to stick around mm-hmm. and have people really accept you. Because, yeah, like... my mom is just now in love with jensen because she didn't watch supernatural all the way just here or there but yeah like uh he's just so good like and it's his facial expressions and that's sort of like i'm like that soap actor right there that and i mean that in the best way yeah
0: totally totally 100 percent agree
1: yeah and you know like i say you know greg vaughn is doing a great job he looks great but uh i wouldn't mind having him back as lucky if he doesn't want to be eric anymore
0: Did you hear that, Greg? Yeah. (laughs) Although I don't want you to leave Days of Our Lives, especially if I'm coming back to watch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because like I just we don't really have much story for him on Days like right now too. So I'm like, oh. And as we say, it's been a bloodbath, you know, for lack of a better term, with the casting. So who knows? And Mm -hmm. the thing is, the reason Days has new episodes is they were so far ahead, and so a lot of this news and these exits have already happened.
0: Yeah, I think I think they have. According to Ron, he joined the and pays panel uh, during quarantine, and I do believe he told them they have episodes through January 2021.
1: Oh wow! Because yeah, episodes. I was thinking they New just episodes. had till um, October, but yeah, maybe they have yeah, some no, I, more. I
0: think he said it, what they have will get them to January. I think that's what he said. I could be wrong because I wasn't. I wasn't on that panel, but I'm almost positive that's what they were. Messaging about so, um but yeah, you yeah. Watch that, Distant Days. Um, I'm sure you can find that. Best
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <after those> TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and it and it's funny to me because a lot of people are frustrated with their taping schedule, which is why maybe some people have, have wanted to leave. But at the same time, I won't be surprised if they don't come back because it's like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, Days. Um, I've checked the ratings; isn't really seeing much of a spike, you know, and some of these flashbacks are actually doing better. I do wonder if Days wow. hadn't considered maybe doing a flashback Friday, like saving some of that their episodes be, yeah. because that that is doing really well, especially for The Young and the Restless because they've been pretty smart about picking, you know, stuff from even the 80s and doing it. But again, they have a lot more leeway as their shows are owned by the creators. So,
0: right, right, right. Exactly.
1: And so that's not always the case with the other one. So I wonder if NBC even has the, you know, ownership and could play like the Marlena Possessed by the Devil because everybody right. knows that storyline. Right. It's such a big part of the zeitgeist. Yeah. And it would yeah. be nice to see if they didn't decide to play that one week or just do some Fridays and maybe catch people up with that mm-hmm. just to see if that does well. Because, you know, the these flashbacks have been beating them in the ratings.
0: Yeah, Totally. Yeah, I mean, you would think
1: that they would learn, but we'll see. It's so true. Some people just are very stubborn. And, and, I mean, they did even fire producer, you know, Greg Ming. So maybe that's it. Maybe they're trying to save it and go a different direction or, you know, keep it going. Because, yeah, like we say, there is the new Peacock app. And a lot of things are going to streaming. Because with soaps, like, they are a little binge-worthy in the sense that it just keeps going.
2: Yeah, right, right, right.
1: And that may be what a new generation likes, to watch these soaps mm-hmm. this way.
0: Yeah, watch it when, watch that they want to watch when they want to watch it and not have to be, you know, like we did, running home yeah. to, to see it, Or know? taping
1: it with your VCR, like I did.
0: Right! Oh, how many times? How many times did you go to the VCR and go, oh my gosh, it didn't record! Oh yeah,
1: it was so infuriating. <laughs>
0: oh! so annoying Fortunately, tomorrow they're going to
1: retell you everything that happened yesterday so. <laughs> but yeah and when Soapnet came on you'd have to, you'd at least have the second yep. chance to record it or watch yep. it but yeah that was a blink yep. and you miss it almost little section yeah
0: exactly exactly
1: but as we wrap up here is there anything else you have to say about the state of days of our lives <laughs>
0: You know, I, you know, I'm, I, like I said, I've been a fan for a long, long time. I hope that, you know, I hope they keep at it. I mean, I know it's always, I mean, I feel like, I feel like since I started watching, it was always like, is it going to get renewed? Is it going to get renewed? So I will be very, very surprised when that day, if that day ever happens, because I just feel like it's always this lingering cloud for them. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. It's been such a. It, it, after a certain point, though, too, I feel like you get to a certain point, and then it's like, what are the consequences of getting rid of something that's been around over fifty years? You know, then you have then the then the the network has to add, you know just really have great justification for it because they're gonna. You know, anger so many people. So I mean, unless they move, like you know, unless they move it to streaming or something like that, you know. So, but no, it's a, it's you know, it's again, every show has its ups and downs. You know, it's it's just nice to have something to to kind of come home to when you want to just settle in and just and see what's going on in Salem. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, um, we have the NBC app or NBC on cable, if you still have that, to check up on what's going on in Salem. But how about you, Mr. Mark J. Freeman? Where can they find you if they want to check out what's going on with you?
0: Sure. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Mark J.
1: Freeman. All right. And since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the Internet, since there is only one. Thank you so much for listening to Believe in Soap Operas. Be sure you subscribe to the channel on your favorite podcasting app so you get new episodes directly to your feed. If you like us, rate us. And if you have something to say, leave a review. if it's a good one, I'll read it on air. Stay tuned for more soap fangirling with Susan Eisenberg and a very special episode with James Lott Jr. Coming up on Believe in Soap Operas.
0: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.